I confess, my girlfriend hurt my neck while she was orgasming before the show. She has strong thighs. Nice. So look for whoever's walking around the audience. <laughs> this podcast is intended for those 18 and over. If that's not you, please check out scarleteen.com and come back to this podcast when you are of age. Thank you for listening to the Bedpost Confessions podcast. Bedpost Confessions is an Austin-based live storytelling series featuring smart, sexy stories. Between performers, we ask audience members to anonymously submit anything worthy of a confession, which is then read aloud by one of our producers. The performance you're about to hear was recorded on September 19th, 2013, as a part of Bedfest, Bedpost Confessions' third year anniversary. Holly Lorca is a writer, storyteller, stand-up comic, and one of the producers of the Austin Story Slam. There is, apparently, nothing she won't talk about. Adam Sultan is responsible for our business and legal affairs and corporate governance, or at least according to the random Google search he did on his name. Otherwise, he's as horny as you and can tolerate reading, writing, and hearing erotica when the drinks are cheap enough. Holly Lorca and Adam Sultan wrote a joint piece that will leave you asking, did they or didn't they? Here are Holly and Adam. And so another bedpost confessions comes to a close. But what continues into the night is a wealth of horniness and open-mindedness that mark these events. And with it, a lot of missed opportunities. I'm amazed at how many people are unable to capitalize on this tawdry atmosphere. (laughs) After the last show, I found myself commiserating this lonely fact over Lone Star Tall Boys and Whiskeys with none other than Holly Lorca. (laughs) At one point, Holly leaned against the bar and said, You know I'd consider fucking you, Adam. If you had a vagina and sexy underwear. What, with that big black cock of yours? Holly winked as she washed down the remainder of her beer. I half expected her to smash the can on her forehead and roar. Yes, with that big black cock of mine. What do you think I'd use, my fist? I already told you I'm not into that. I don't know why I was saying this. I'd like to blame it on the whiskey because Lord knows that shit has gotten me into plenty of trouble in the past. But it was more than that. Adam and I had been friends for a while now. We knew some crazy, intimate things about each other. I really liked him and found myself smacking him on the ass when he'd walk by me during a show. Let's face it. He's just really cute and not overtly manly. And whiskey. I half expected him to jump up and down and squeal. Well, guess what, Holly? I do have a vagina. For you, at least. Holly laughed. Ha, ha, ha. What the fuck does that even mean, Adam? It means I think we should do it. Holly reminded me that we'd already talked about this as a joke or as research and that it was getting old. Yes, talking about it was getting old, like, gee, honey, I'm really going to finally clean those gutters out this weekend. (laughs) Kind of old. At some point, you have to suck it up and put your beer down and get up on a ladder and clean those goddamn gutters. So I considered it. Why not, cute Adam? 
his skin looked really soft. And I bet he did yoga. I saw something in Holly's face change, and right there it happened. Well, first what happened was we ordered our final round of drinks because we had reached an unspoken agreement that we were going to capitalize on this shit once and for all. Either that or I was hallucinating. You weren't hallucinating. Holly's house was closer than mine, and she was the keeper of the toys, so we decided on her place. We each drove our own cars miraculously well. I stumbled in behind her and took double, double vision stock of her place. We agreed on my house for obvious reasons, though I was terrified to do this at my house. Where could I possibly run away to if it went awry? Sure, there's a lock on my bathroom door, but that's not a great answer. And what would my neighbors think if they saw him leaving at four in the morning with his underwear in his hand? But that was a plan. I drove home, glad that the whiskey had stolen any remnants of rational thought from me. When we got to my house, I offered Adam a beer, because why not make it 87 beers tonight? Ugh, I, I can't do another beer. Hey, come here. Please. Hang on. I want to put on some music. Do you like Sarah McLaughlin? I told her no music. Holly walked back from her kitchen and faced me, close enough that I could feel her breath on my face. Damn it, she looked good. I could kiss her now. I'm going to kiss her. I walked out of the kitchen aware that I had nowhere else to go besides to Adam. He looked so soft. And flexible. And I did like him so. Our mouths fell on each other and I quickly wrapped my arms around her waist, pulling the smaller of her back into me. She kissed fine, but something was awkward. I mean, apart from the whole thing. Her lips were thin, but met mine with a not unpleasant softness. Our mouths seemed to fit. Our tongues knew how to explore. It was just not like kissing my sister or a dude or a bad kisser. It, it was... We kissed cautiously at first, as if we both half expected to get bitten by a snake. It wasn't that bad. It was more like walking with a tiny rock in your shoe. You can do it, but it doesn't feel amazing. It wasn't horrible. It was warm and wet and nice. It's just that this was Adam. Holly. I opened my eyes. Holly's eyes were as white as dinner plates, staring in shock at the wall behind me, as though she was having a similar revelation. We separated. I looked at her and we giggled a little. Then in my typical fashion to cover an awkward moment, I leaned into her and kissed her again. This time, it was no different. I was also struck by whatever perfume she had on. Slapped is more like it. Was she wearing Axe body spray? <laughs> I pulled back. Um, maybe we could move on. Do you have a bedroom? It was then that I understood how clearly nervous I was. 
Holly gave me a look, and it was a nice look. So we can't kiss. Doesn't mean we can't fuck. I kept telling myself as she led me to her bedroom. We stopped using what few words we had and started peeling her out of our clothes. As Holly whipped off her belt, something in my amused curiosity shifted. Rather than watching a sexy woman slowly peel out of her tight jeans, I had an immediate and overwhelming urge to get on my knees and suck some dick. It seemed totally appropriate, as if, as if Holly was going to unfurl a thick slab of manhood and grab me by the back of the head. I have no idea where this idea came from. We started to get undressed, and as I popped open my belt buckle, the sound made me think of getting my dick sucked. And I wondered if Adam was any good at it. We both faced each other, naked and attempting to stifle our fear. God, he needed a tan. But he was still cute. We fixed our gazes on each other in a silent pact of moving forward with this. I did what I thought girls did to boys. I grabbed it as... Holly unceremoniously clutched my penis with a speed and force that made it shudder. Do you like blowjobs? Are you kidding? I said, don't act like you've never been with... I'm just asking, not everybody. Yes, of course, yes. And Holly was on her knees, taking my member in her mouth. I regretted not informing her that I also like warming up, maybe even touching, talking. Man, I was feeling girly. I did what I thought I should do, what, of course, any guy would want to have done, right? I got on my knees and started sucking him off. When is that ever the wrong thing to do to a boy? I was going to go for it to make him know how good I used to be at this. How I would want to have it done to me, how it happened to me in my dreams. Why wasn't this working? I should have worn more cologne. Holly's industrious mouth was pumping away at me. I gently held the back of her head. There wasn't enough hair to grab, and I wasn't sure she'd even like that. She took off her glasses as an afterthought, ripping off a pube or two of mine with them, and tossed them to the floor. As she worked, my thoughts turned to my white skinny legs, my cock that had not woken up yet, Holly's restless determination, and this weird sticker I saw on the back of her car. Why isn't he getting hard, I wondered. I'm sucking his dick, right? Did he have too much whiskey? I finally agreed to fuck him, and now he can't even get it up. God damn it. But he has really nice legs. (laughs) Almost like a girl's. I moaned, um, which sounded like a question because it was. Tell me what you want me to do, I asked, realizing this wasn't going to work. Well, maybe I... Could I go down on you first? So there it was. Adam did have a vagina. Because only a girl would stop a perfectly good blowjob and ask to go down on a girl. 
I felt sorry for him, but I wasn't going to turn down getting off. So curious as to how this would go down, so to speak. I said, sure, I didn't think you'd want to. Of course I do. I love pussy. I mean, girls' pussies. I mean, fuck. Stop being so nervous. Surely I'm not your first androgynous genderqueer dyke. This is Austin after all. I refrained from telling her she was my first androgynous genderqueer dyke. Maybe I didn't want it to be my last. This shouldn't be hard. And unfortunately it wasn't, but at least I could have a turn with her. I managed to position her on the edge of the bed where I could get on my knees and go to town. I pushed lightly at her chest, cradling a breast as I tried to guide her down onto her back. She was unyielding and remained sitting pretty much bolt upright. She rested her hand on the top of my head and looked down at me. I had a sixth sense that she was imagining me sucking her good old cock. However, I was happy to discover she had a good old vagina. Oh, he was sucking my cock, all right. He started off slight and slow the way I like, as if he was scared to commit too early. I totally understand wanting to assess the territory first before really diving in. You never know until you get started how dangerous that dive is going to be. I had my hand on the back of his head, but I wasn't doing anything with it other than lightly exerting some authority. Why did I feel like I wasn't going to be in control of this situation? The thing is, I started to get turned on. Adam has nice hair. And he wasn't doing a bad job of sucking my cock. And at some point, I just shut my eyes and wound my fingers in his hair and started pushing his mouth harder onto me until... I was actually sucking her cock. She, she had her hands tightly wrapped in my hair and was pushing my mouth hard in rhythm against her pussy. I swear, she had a tiny boner and I was doing my best to blow it or, or suck it or just keep up with it. It was everywhere in my mouth. And losing my mouth and my mind in all this got me hard without even trying. This might work. I might actually come. I imagine my black dick in the mouth of someone feminine and well-endowed. Someone with painted fingernails and a huge shoe collection. Luckily, Adam stayed silent. <laughs> My imagination and his mouth might be enough. She came in my mouth in about five minutes. I came all over in his face in about ten minutes. <laughs> it wasn't the best orgasm I'd ever had, but we could just as easily blame that on the whiskey as on the fact that Adam had a penis. Even though up to this point it had been a rather non-threatening penis. When I caught my breath and opened my eyes, however, I saw Adam wipe his mouth on his arm, and I saw that he had an erection that made me pretty fucking jealous. I got up and grinned, taking care not to say anything dumb or to pull my awkward move and immediately go down on her again. I lunged for my pants. What are you doing? Holly asked in a sort of panic that made me feel like she may have actually wanted me here. I told her I was going to get a condom, which were in my wallet. 
condom. I hadn't seen a condom in more than 20 years. <laughs> Guys still keep them in their wallets, huh? I guess this is going to get pretty real now. Uh, I guess he was finally hard enough, and now he's actually going to try to fuck me. Yes, Holly. I'm going to bone the shit out of you, you hot lezzy. I didn't say out loud. She was still sitting on the edge of the bed. I instructed her to turn around, get on all fours on the bed. God, I hope she wasn't all fussy. I didn't feel like I had time for fussy. She climbed into place quicker than I expected. Although at this point, time was just some random construct separating now from now. I held her hips. I was so excited. I slowly did as he asked. It felt weird. This was not my position of choice, ever. But what the fuck? At this point, what did it matter? Adam was at least being a little assertive. Plus, this way, there wouldn't be any accidental eye contact. (laughs) Or really, any kind of visual contact. And that's the only way I could do this. I paused and looked at Holly, trying to be at least a little bit of a girl for me. I grabbed her thighs and pulled her to the edge of the bed. She was surprisingly submissive and agile. Who was this intriguing butch from over the fence I was sliding my cock into? I was about to find out. But after a few tentative thrusts, what I found out was... It wasn't like fucking my sister or a dude or a bad lay. It was... Actually, it was... So this was Adam. This was Adam fucking me. For the record, I rather liked taking it like a girl... And the whiskey and me closing my eyes and trying hard to just feel and not think about my little saunter on over to hetero paradise was at least mildly working. Adam was good at this. Just the right amount of technique and force. Had he fucked lesbians before, I wondered? How many toaster ovens did he have? But then it stopped almost as soon as it began. Adam. It's me, Adam. Relax. Holly's cute. She even kind of looks like you. You do you, right? Take a breath and deal with this. Blame the condom. That sometimes works. I pulled out of Holly, or fell out. Ugh, fucking condoms. Hang on, I have to get another. I snapped off my trusty Durex, trusty in that it would take the fall for whatever other excuses I had for my mishap. And, and shot it across Holly's room. Did you just chuck a rubber on my floor? Don't worry, it's not, it's not used. Oh, Jesus, I just vacuumed today, and now there's going to be some old nasty rubber and God knows what else on the floor? I'll have to vacuum again tomorrow for sure. Listen, why don't I go find it? Well, I go get the Jaguar. Your, your car or your cat? I was confused. I, I hadn't been to her show. My strap-on. Yeah. Bonus points if you were at the last show. Oh, yeah, I remembered. As chance would have it, I had emptied the dishwasher earlier that day. <laughs> Adam was in luck and apparently feeling adventurous. Say goodbye to hetero paradise and hello to Funky Town. This shit was gonna get interesting. 
Holly pulled a shoebox out from under the bed, and out of the shoebox came an attractive black dildo in leather harness. With a cocky smile, she quickly buckled the cock in place. Help! I've never fucked a guy in the ass before. I have no idea how this might go. I figured she knew what she was doing and would at least be as considerate as my last prostate checkup. I played fair and put myself into the same position I had boy-handled Holly into earlier. As Adam was so politely putting himself in position, I reckoned I'd return the politeness by getting my lube out. Because boy or girl, a dick in your ass is always a dick in your ass. And there was no reason not to exercise some good manners about it. So I talked myself into what was happening by giving myself a small, confidence-building handjob, and then got down to fucking Adam and his man vagina. She took my hips into her hands, and holy shit, did Holly just find my G-spot? Yeah! I shuddered like all the little straight girls Holly had turned before me. Turns out, all vaginas are the same. I accidentally knew what I was doing with Adam. And seeing and feeling a jaguar in action was doing its routine job of getting me pretty fucking hot. God, I love the jaguar. Holly seemed to be having an all right time boning me. She even reached around and abruptly grabbed my dick again, but it felt kind of awesome. I think there was lube on her hand. I was afraid she might want to do this forever, and a couple minutes already felt like forever, but in an exquisite way. I somehow detached and rolled over to face her. We were both panting, our eyes wandering. Neither of us was smiling. I think I was a little in love. I grabbed another condom as quickly as I could and pulled her toward me. Her artificial manhood came unbuckled, and her sweet body melted on top of mine, and my manhood manned up for real. We rolled around like kids wrestling in a schoolyard with the same heat, excitement, fear, and frustration, except with more boners and vaginas. It was weird, but all the awkwardness was gone. All the bravado melted away. It became just a physical thing. We weren't a boy and a girl or two boys minus one penis, as it were. We were just two bodies that, after a fair amount of whiskey and failed attempts, decided to really get down. Holly was sweating. Either the AC was out or she was getting into it. I was getting into it and started grabbing at his back and his ass. I started pushing her knees up past her shoulders and thrust deeply into her, making her scream. I don't bend that way! <laughs> but keep going. I kept going. Adam bit my nipple. Holly spanked me. I started making my weird... Cutesy moany sounds. Like I was a stranger. In his own body. Holly's growls grew, grew into words. And as I came, I yelled... Something like, make it. Take it. Or break it. Take it. Or shake it. Take it. Now I couldn't fake it. Fuck, Fuck it, it, I'm, I'm coming. coming! We looked at each other in the eyes. We shared a simple bond, 
An unspoken desire, but Holly spoke it anyway. Drink? Do you have something? I think there's some Lone Stars in the fridge. Please. Bed Post Confessions is produced by myself, Mia Martina of the I Want Your Sex podcast at MiaOnTop.com, Sadie Smythe of That's What Sadie Said.com, Julie Gillis of JulieGillis.com, podcast audio production by Ian Danskin at InnuendoStudios.com, and sponsored by Little Shop of O's. For all your sex toy needs, head to LittleShopOfO's.com. You can find links to all of our websites and more information about Bedpost Confessions at bedpostconfessions.com. You can also confess with us at Bedpost Confessions on Facebook and Bedpost Confess on Twitter, where we tweet audience confessions. Chime in and add yours. Until next time, we'll leave you with a few other confessions from the audience. I confess my ultimate fantasy right now is having a threesome with my boyfriend and his female drag alter ego. Yummy! That might be my fantasy too I confess I showed up at his house To tell his wife I was his mistress I ended up fingering her On her $3,000 sofa It was her first orgasm In six years Yes ma'am Five years later We couldn't be happier Just saying, get it, get it.